This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie Heaven. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. This is Armand the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails. And I'm ready to nail it. With your host. She doesn't get you funny. David Garofalo. How funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a gun. <laughs> you thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time. For the Cigar Authority. December 27, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And uh, special announcements, this will be the last broadcast of the Cigar Authority this year. This is our last show of 2014. Today we give the top likes from the Cigar Authority and a recap of 2014. You got a new humidor for Christmas? How will you get this working properly? We'll discuss that. Uh, you want to go to Cuba? Colin Ganley, the head of Cigar Tourism, uh, he is making plans right now to take you to Cuba. We're going to have him on, and we'll talk about that. Uh, he is Cigar Tourism, and he'll be making plans for you to get to Cuba and his coffee which is a perfect pairing for cigars. He's going to talk about that, too. We got Old Fat Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, Bad News Barry, and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You no, know, you give me a hard time for being a poor ad-libber. Yeah. I do have to give you one credit for your pregnant pause. That was really go. very good. Pregnant? Pregnant pause. But I don't see any ahs in any of your copy and, there. And I just Yet add those added in. them. I continue to add them. But anyways, you are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Doesn't Two say Guys that. Smoke Shop. Doesn't say that. Here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, and we're broadcasting live from Studio Barry's got a girlfriend. 
Yeah. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. There we go. Everything all right, Chuck? Everything's great, Dave. All right. All right. I see somebody come running over to you as soon as it started. I said, oh, this is I trouble. <laughs> this is trouble. But um, we're up. We're running. Everything's good. Everything's good. Okay. Broadcast. Last broadcast of 2014. And today we're going to smoke three different cigars during the show. We're going to actually look at the best-selling cigars of 2014. The Not the best-selling cigars in the world. The best-selling cigars here at our retail establishment. So we just ran the numbers before because, frankly, we didn't know what to smoke today. We've been doing the best of and all the different things in the in the limited releases and all that. So we said, what are we going to do? And uh, we said, let's uh, come up with uh, the best sellers. So we just did a quick report. You did yeah. a quick report. It was a lot longer than quick. But we got the report, and uh, there was a standout for sure. This cigar, the past three years, uh, has been the top seller at our retail store not even close, right? We're talking yeah. about 30,000 units or some ridiculous amount. Uh, and it's pretty interesting because um, what everybody talks about is big ring gauges, cigars. That's what's well, hot. That's what's yeah, selling. Ring gauges, big ring gauges are, are where it's at, right? That's now. where it's at. So those that aren't watching on video that are watching, uh, watching, uh, listening to us, uh, don't see the cigar we're taking out of the cell, out of the cellophane. Fair. But this is what we're, it's difficult to get it out of the it cellophane. Is. It is because it's of so the size. It's so because of the the sheer girth of the of 13, the cigar. 14. Yeah, it's, it's 20, 28. 28. 28 ring gauge. Really? 6 by 28. The cigar proves that size does not matter. Yeah. This is the I Dos thought. Ombre pencil. And I, listen, Barry, uh, <laughs> I, I remember going to the factory, and with me was this pencil. And I brought it into the factory in right. the Dominican Republic, and I said, I would like a cigar to match that, the exact size and thickness of that pencil. This is the number two pencil. This is not cool. the number three. This is not the number one. All this right. is the number I, two I pencil. I object yes. because there is so much room for double entendre here, referencing Barry's <laughs> junk. And he brings in his girlfriend. Yeah. She's sitting right there staring at me. And I and cannot that, give him a hard time. And I don't want I, I don't want to disappoint. He's just hanging these low, low viewing public. He's low hanging It's just right the there. <laughs> There's another good one. Boom, boom, chin. So I do apologize, Rudy. That Dave is lobbing these ones up, and they're easily home runs. But she's sitting right there, staring at me. So he's leaving it. He's being a, a debonair gentleman. To be debonair. Yeah, and uh, it's not easy. I gave it to the first commercial segment. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's probably saying he's just leaving that there. Are you kidding me? Sick. So this this Dos Ombre pencil brought brought into the factory the number two pencil. Uh, they said it's ridiculous. Everybody's going bigger ring gauge. You're going with the what is it? Twenty two? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight ring gauge. Uh, I said, yeah, just do it. Uh, the folks here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, uh, all the employees, I told them what I was considering doing. They said, this is crazy. Don't do it. It's a loser. For three years in a row, it is the number one skew. By far. I oh. mean, it's got to be 10 times wow. anything else. Yeah, it's not anywhere. Wow. We're, we're, talk, we're talking 100,000 units. Ridiculous amount. So it's, it's a little 
num you know, for those that are listening, again, it's what a number two pencil is, right? Exact same size of what it is. It's pre-cut. It's handmade. It's long-filled. It's a premium cigar priced at 99 cents. That's the magic of what this is. And it is almost like a taster of what the Dominican mm. Dos Ombre is. Again, way at the top of uh, units sold because value is a big part of them. We'll get into all those. So oh, yeah. uh, let's give uh, the cigar a cut, even though it doesn't need one. Uh, you can cut more if you like, but it's already opened at one end, and it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So uh, I'm surprised we're using this lighter today, only because I thought we sold them all. I the Christmas so. season I thought was so too. Lotus. Yeah. I mean, we sold hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these lighters. This is the? This is the Vertigo Slider. And uh, apparently we still had some left because I grabbed the four. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and it's because of the price that, that people would be looking at all the different kinds of lighters. And we carry all the different kinds. And they would just be amazed that this lighter at $29.99. Compared to cigars, lighters that are about $100 that well, we're this, right next this to This exact lighter by a competitor is $99.99. It's the, I can't tell a difference. Yeah. So the Triple jet, big ass tank, sliding action, tech, which is why they call it big ass. the slider. And it's got a flip out bullet punch. It doesn't take much to light this light this little cigar. So I'm getting notes of eraser and eraser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no, it's actually for a little cigar. No, you, There's you a lot have of a flavor. pencil in your hand. That's supposed to be a cigar. I thought it felt familiar. Yeah. Actually, coffee. Not my um, cup of tea <laughs> of this size. I mean, it. it I feel. Feminine, yes. just holding it. <laughs> very dainty. Yeah, he's very dainty. I feel fabulous. Yeah, I feel like it's that's just about right. <laughs> this is, uh, but I feel uh, I'll go for my own own low hanging fruit. <laughs> this doesn't result in a removal of the man card, as Barry would say. <laughs> doesn't wow. it seem very European? It does. And that I, instead of holding it like a normal cigar, I want to hold it like this. Right. <laughs> That's how a what, dink would hold it. What would you call this? That, that's the dart. You're holding it like a dart, kind of. Yeah? Like you're about to throw a dart. It's almost like you want to hold it like a cigarette holder. Uh, but I don't know. I, I see like a German soldier or something holding this cigarette like this, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't picture a man holding anything like that didn't, ever. Didn't Bernie Coppell's character in Get Smart smoke? Bernie Coppell? Yeah, Chaos. When you said a German soldier and yeah. holding the cigar, I just got this picture of chaos in Get Smart. Yeah. And the head of chaos was played by Bernie Coppell, who was also the ship's doctor on the love boat. Who knows this information? <laughs> <laughs> who knows Only this? Only me. <laughs> this is why I always went into trivia. She was the ship doctor? Yeah. Bernie Coppell. The I got bald nothing. guy. The bald guy. On the love boat. Yes. All right. They Not called him Doc. Doc, yes. All right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I figured. I was throwing all that out there, hoping I was right. Oh, I actually know who you're talking about now. Okay. But I he got smoked you. on the show. 
He smoked on, on Get Smart. On Get Smart. And that's how he smoked a cigar. That I got to watch me TV. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, remember when Denzel was on As the World Turns? No one knows any of this stuff. No, I don't watch soap <laughs> operas. Yeah. Forget it. But it doesn't surprise me that you do. Denzel is pretty hot. <laughs> Denzel Washington? Oh, so you know who he is. Nice. It's the only Denzel I know, Denzel Washington, right? Is that who you're talking about? That's who I was talking about. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what did you get for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas? Parents, let's start with you. All right, I gave my I gave my girlfriend a double heart, a heart within a heart, with uh, a jewelry, some diamonds in them. Yes. Okay. And from my girlfriend, I got a couple of cigars, and I got a stocking filled with everything we spoke about on last week's show, <laughs> with the exception spice? of the That's old spice. That should have been my nice. my stocking because that was everything. Nailed that, it. <laughs> I even got a JoJo. I mean a yo-yo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the, the little liquor bottles? Little liquor bottles. I got like six or eight of them. Hand warmer? I got a bag of hand warmers. Really? You did <laughs> yeah. good. You did good. Awesome. Never saw a hand warmer in my life. Good to have. Yep. They don't go bad. So good. But you get was, the ones that, that, that have the and sticky some lint, side. And got, some lint chocolate was in there as well. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Chocolate always works. How about you, uh, Chuck? Well, for giving, Dave, you know, I've got the two young kids, two girls under the age of four. So it was a lot of toys. Sure. They're, uh, they're big gifts. My Little year. Pony? Uh, yeah, my youngest got a My Little Pony. That still exists? It still exists. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the big gift was a set of skis. Yeah. 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 Wow. So getting them on the mountain early. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, are you going to give get him a formal lesson or just food her up and just yeah. go, go? No, no. There, There's a mountain not too far from where I live that has an amazing package. Includes, you know, lessons, instructions, half-day lift ticket, the whole deal. So That's it's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. When you said package, I was thinking something else. I was going giggity <laughs> myself. I'm but, trying uh, to turn over a new leaf. I'm getting ready for the New Year's resolution. Christmas, it's for the kids. You guys know that. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. I have more fun just participating, you know, in the uh, in the spirit, Absolutely. getting the tree decorated. with. It's all about them. So, so. You, got, you got your daughter, My Little Pony. My youngest one, I did. Yeah. yeah. I got my daughter a Ruga handgun. <laughs> <laughs> Because nothing says Merry Christmas <laughs> like, like firepower. That says I love you. Yes. Yeah. Just a Ruger handgun. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Only, and, only in New Hampshire. And uh, I hear you guys went out shooting. Went out shooting yesterday where Paul Beasley took us out there and showed her how to do it. She was a little gun shy. Now I know what gun shy is. Yeah. But she's going to catch on. She's going to be fine. I thought it was. Those that are listening, don't mess with her. She's packing now. Awesome. I always assumed gun shy was when you have a hard time peeing if there's a dude in the urinal next to you. <laughs> she got inner stocking. She got mace. Yeah. yeah. So it was a real Christmassy Christmas. <laughs> it sounds more like you got her an anti-rape kit, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I was. I went a little romantic. I know you, you think you went romantic mm. with diamonds and hearts and all that, but I got my wife a drill. Complete with a drill bit index <laughs> and the driver set on the side, the extra battery, the charger, and a carrying case. See, now there's something there, and I'm just I'm not going to go there. Right. There's something there. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. There's something there. So, uh, we're in the past. That's Is a G rated, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyways, and uh, I got 
I don't know, rinky dink kind of stuff. I got rocks glasses and I got actual rocks that you chill in the yes, freezer. Yeah, those, those, are, really those cool. are great. So you know, water, water your drink down. Yeah. A couple so of sports coats. Did anybody give any of us any cigar type thing? Oh, I got a thing of uh, a six pack of Byron that I shared at Shed Night. Really? Yeah. Who got you that? My wife. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Is this one of the sports coats that you're wearing right now? No. Okay. No, the new ones can't be worn around cigar Smoke. smoke. Uh, they're going to be a couple years old before they make it into the rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I did not get cigar-related things because usually you can't you can't do it for me. You know, it's If I wanted it, I got it. Right. That becomes the problem. Uh, although somebody did give me a bottle of Cuban rum, oh. Havana Club Cuban rum. So just because you can't Very get nice. that yet, it's good to have it. You know, I might as well drink it fast because later on in the show, we're going to tell you that you're going to get all the Cuban rum you want pretty soon, maybe. Huh? Awesome. What do you think? You, what do you think? I'm going to say this, that you can get an awful lot more Cuban rum for $100 than you can cigars. Right. Or good Cuban cigars anyway. So uh, nobody here got a humidor. No. No. But I'm sure some people listening to the show got a humidor. So I know you got a, uh, a question in the mailbag. Let's go to it. All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hi, TCA. I'm from Michigan. I've been listening for just over three years. I drive an hour to and from work and appreciate the weekly show. It downloads automatically from iTunes because I set it and forget it. Nice. I look That's forward to each on. show. Uh, I look forward to the show each Monday. Uh, even though the show's on Saturday, he downloads it to his phone. Okay. I have an idea for a show that came from my own experience of purchasing my new humidor. I know two guys actually does the debonair thing in seasons. Humidors purchased from them. Imagine the insanity of a brick and mortar not preparing a humidor. Call me an old fart. I like that reference right there. Here we go. But I think that kind of service is why you go to a local cigar shop. Could you cover humidor purchasing first prep? and care on a future show loyal listener and cigar brother jonathan jones here we go jj jj i'm not going to call him jj because those of us who refer to ourselves as jonathan we don't like nicknames so, so he is the real mr jonathan is what you're saying. <laughs> here we go here we go all right so uh you know we don't we actually do not prep them for, uh, especially at Christmas time for people, because you never know when they're going to give it to them. It's for somebody else, and we give it to them sealed uh, as, it, as it came. Now, if you went to buy one yourself and you said, how do, how do we do it and get it ready, we'll be happy to do it for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or tell you how to do it. Um, and um, the key is that um, you want to assemble your humidor first. Usually there's a little peel metal plate maybe that's going to go on, and then it's going to go on there. I don't know why they don't come done for the extra time. Why did somebody have to do any uh, preparing of peeling off a sticker and sticking a metal plate on when they could do this in China or wherever they're making these humidors? There is a reason. Okay. Each cigar, each cigar humidor company has everything from their base model all the way up to their bomb.com model let's yeah. use diamond crown for example yeah so they have a, a line called cb craftsman, yep. craftsman bench. bench and the higher end craftsman bench has a metal plate in the uh humidor lid so you don't need the peel and stick you take the peel part off throw it away and the magnet sticks right to because it because the, the the metal plate is actually inside in, the wood in the lid the one level Underneath below the that 
yeah. there's a spot for it and you need the peel and stick. So if they stuck it to them, they'd be throwing out an awful lot of peel and stick stuff that they bought. Hmm. They want you to throw it away. Okay. So, but I can imagine somebody not realizing the metal plate was in there and peeling and sticking on there, and there was already a metal plate built inside. And that's why you go to a local brick and mortar because we know these things. Okay. It's product knowledge. So, anyway, the key is actually to stick all those things on there. This is the biggest mistake that I see happen is somebody will wet their humidor down and prepare it for humidity in advance. And then try to stick that on there, and then forever they will have problems with it peeling off and continuing. To well, it's off. like trying to fix a, a leak in your boat. You realize you have a leak in the boat. You take the boat right out of the water, and you try to put duct tape over the hole, and it's wet, and it comes off. But if the boat was dry, is that how you fill? Uh, <laughs> you can fix a hole in a boat with duct tape if you just go and fishing real quick. Yeah, yeah, it works. I'm not going on your boat, really. <laughs> So, um, you know, that, I'd say that's the number one thing is get all the parts in place. Now, take all the parts off. Don't peel the plates off or anything like that or the Velcro or anything off, uh, but take the parts off. And then the key is to jet start this, advance it. Some people will say, oh, put a um, cap of water filled with salt at 70% humidity and leave it there for two weeks. So, and all these different things. When you can get a clean sponge, brand new clean sponge, wet it with regular tap water, and just moisten the inside of the walls, the, anything that's wood that's, um, you know, um, not treated wood in there. Wet it down, not puddles of water, but just wet it down, and this thing is going to take off, and it's going to shoot up to 90% humidity. And then you're going to let it calm down for a day, and then it's ready for the cigars to go in. That's going to be the easy, fast way of doing it. Yeah, there's other ways of doing yeah, it. And you could use distilled water if you're paranoid, but really you're, you're looking at getting this thing jump-started one time. If That's you, it. If you had to wipe it down every single week, you have to use distilled water because you'll get a mineral buildup. But one time, You'll need a new water, humidor because you, if you need to jet-start this every week, you should need to jet-start it once. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if you continue to add uh, humidity into that, moisture into that humidor, and you keep it going forever and ever and ever... That's the end You're of it. good to go. Now, say two, you have an old humidor, you forgot all about it, and you never put cigars in it, and it's almost like starting again. Yeah, you have to go through that whole process again. You don't have to do it. You can add humid water to the hum humidifier, right. and it's going to take you weeks and weeks right. You know, because the first place the humidity is going to go is to the dry wood. So we're just doing that to get that dry wood thing moist already so that the humidity can go to the cigars where it's going to go. Digital hygrometer, I don't care if it came with an analog hygrometer, it came with it, congratulations, you got a nice uh, something to look at. Uh, you know, they should put a clock in there or something because they don't work. I'm going to say that there is one exception. Which is? If you spend, say, $5,300 on, I don't know, a humidor filled with cigars, I'm going to go with that the hygrometer in that one works perfect. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hasn't been proven yet. I got a good look at it, man. It's right there. Yeah? Yeah. If I was making a humidifier for those type of things, I would put the set it on 70 and glue it frozen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. And then everyone would always be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Digital's way to go. And if, you, and if you have the florist foam and things like that in there, you want to use that 50-50 mixture of propylene glycol and distilled water. Oh, $10 a bottle. I'm just going to use water. Don't. Buy that. You'll have years and years of it, but it will maintain 
make, make it so you won't overhumidify, which is usually the biggest problem, especially in the Northeast where we have uh, um, fluctuating humidity, yeah, mm. with changes in climate and stuff. Uh, people overhumidify. We see that more than underhumidify. When you see your cigar split, people bring split cigars to me and say, "My cigars are drying out. They split. They split because of overhumidifying. That they actually expanded and split." That doesn't happen when it underhumidifies. It gets like a prune and shrinks. Shrinks. <coughs> kind of so, like my pants, you know. There they, we go. Like you expand and they split the seams. That's it. There you go. That's exactly what happens. So we know, Barry. We got it. <laughs> so we're smoking the Dos Ombre pencil, a um, modeled after the number two pencil, small little cigar. Isn't it amazing how we're uh, how, how much are we in here? We're at least 10, 15 minutes into it. Yeah, I'm actually impressed with the flavors. Little, little cigar, cinnamon. ton of flavor, yeah. little cinnamon. Go ahead and make fun cinnamon. of it. Cinnamon. cinnamon. And coffee, and uh, it's totally it's enjoyable. Yeah. For first thing in the morning or something, I've done it many times. Definitely. Light up one of these, have a cup of coffee. Uh, it's a real, you know, th this is where the FDA is going to come involved, that they're going to say that this is not a premium cigar. It's a long-filled, handmade all tobacco product, but it actually is too small to be a uh, premium cigar. They're going to say, why would why, why would it be? You know, it's not. But well, they're uh, basing it on the wrong criteria, right? Yeah, but we're going to see how that goes. It's going to be an interesting 2015. Mm -hmm. I thought we'd have an FDA um, final note before the end of the year. It looks like it's not going to happen, mm -hmm. um, but it's going to happen soon. So we'll see how that ends up going. Right now, it's time to play the classic three-way. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. All Classic Cigars, a handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and everyone is priced on to get this, $3 per cigar. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let me where that came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold <laughs> and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. We just have four birthdays today. Today is December 27th. It's Bill Goldberg's birthday. Bill Goldberg. The wrestler? The wrestler. WWE professional wrestler who uh, was first in the NFL football player, formerly WCW World Heavyweight Champion, World Heavyweight Champion from the WWE, and NFL pro football player. Um, he became famous, known as the Jewish wrestler, made his appearance in a 2000 film, The Longest Yard, with Adam Sandler. It is Bill Goldberg's birthday, or Goldberg. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, what year was he born? I'm going to say Pretty Kitty, 1972. 72, Barry Stein. 69. 69, and Chuck. 64. 64 for the point at 66. I thought you were going to all go over a good job. Chuck Morrison. Today is Louis Pasteur's birthday, Barry Stein. Louis Pasteur. Scientists who studied how germs pasteurizing spread. milk, pasteurizing milk. You know him. Um, he's French. Uh, he 
processed milk to made it safe to drink and um, named it after him. Pasteurizing, right? Louis Pasteur. Today's his birthday. Founder of Pasteurization. Bacteriology. The father of biology. Louis Pasteur. What year was he born? 1847. 1847. Gentleman Chuck. 1859. 1859. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to say you guys are both over. I'm going to say 1779. 1822, Mr. Jonathan. They were both over. Good call. Okay. Bam, son. You write that down. Right there. He has it written down. All right. Gentleman Chuck, today is the birth date of the late, great Thomas Menino. Sure. He is American politician <laughs> who served not so great, not so great, served as the 53rd mayor of Boston, Massachusetts from 1993 till 2014, uh, last year where he uh, finally quit and then died weeks later. Uh, he's the city's longest serving mayor. He died this year, but today is his birthday. What year was he born? Put me down for 1922. 1922. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? I'm going to say 1924. 1922, 24, Barry Stein. I have 26 written down. 20, so what do I got? 1926, 24, and 22. 26 will take it. It's 42. 42. Three-way three tie. Three-way tie. And one oh, more question oh. to go. One more question to go. And this will go to Barry Stein. Today is Joan Laura's Lawler's birthday. Say that five. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Jerry Lawler. L a u r e r. Joan Laura. Lauer. No Lauer. One, no one knows who it is. All right. <laughs> also known as China. Ah. China is a is a former professional wrestler, actress, bodybuilder, and pornography filmboy. Somebody told me she lives in Nashua. She lived in Salem, New Hampshire, right where we are, with her uh, husband um, at the time, Triple H. They lived right here in Salem, New Hampshire. Uh, China was billed as the ninth wonder of the world. Andre the Giant had already been the eighth wonder, so she became the ninth wonder of the world. Married to Triple H, living here in Salem, New Hampshire. Born today is China, and uh, her name is Joan Laura. Laura, whatever. Lauer. 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 Let's go uh, with Fred. Born today, Barry Stein. What year? I'm going to say he. I mean, she. 1957. <laughs> 1957. <laughs> Says uh, Barry Stein, uh, Chuck, uh, you worked with her before. Yeah, I get I, 65. 65. What did you say? 57. 57, 65. I'm going to say that you guys are uh, thinking that she's a little older than she is. It's 1970. For the double point, Mr. Jonathan. Oh. You haven't won in so long. Oh, wow. Three to one to one, and yeah. that goes to Mr. Jonathan. Congratulations. I would like to thank all of the little people. Yes. That is not China. <laughs> All right, we're going to light up our second cigar uh, because this one's little, and we're going to go to break. The second cigar is going to be the mo more famous uh, bestseller for us uh, as the number three bestseller. This is the Padron 2000 Natural, and when we come back, uh, you want to go to Cuba? How to see uh, how to see cigars are being made? Uh, join us as the expert from Cigar Tourism. Colin Ganley talks to us about how to pull that off 
and we'll look at the top likes on the Cigar Authority. Uh, who liked us and what was on social media, the most liked cigars? Uh, we have the best tweets of the week, and not only of the week, of the whole holiday season. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah. So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. We're going to talk about top likes on the Cigar Authority via social media and a recap of 2014. But first, do you want to go to Cuba? Everybody's saying, yeah, right now. Of course you do. Colin Ganley heads Cigar Tourism and Twin Engines Coffee. He's with us right now. Colin, are you there? I am, I, yeah. Can you guys hear me? I can. 
loud and clear, beautiful. Welcome to the Cigar Authority in a in a in a different type of uh, uh, capacity. reasoning capacity yeah. this time. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, how's is it snowy up there? We've been dreaming of a white Christmas down here in Nicaragua. Uh, we were uh, very lucky this year so far. It, it, the cold weather's coming right now, but uh, it was uh, really nice. It was almost 60 degrees yeah. on Christmas Day, so we've been very, very uh, lucky up here. No white Christmas. We don't dream of it. We are horrified by it, and we have way too much snow all the time. So uh, it's been good for us. Understandable. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was tough down here in the evenings. It got down into the low 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're in Nicaragua. That's where you're living now, huh? Yeah, uh, my wife and I moved down here to Nicaragua about two years ago, and uh, and started this coffee company, and um, and yeah, we're just uh, we're living in. I think you can kind of see the background behind me a little bit with the palm trees and stuff. Just uh, yeah, kind of enjoying life in Nicaragua, being close to the the cigars, of course, and the and the coffee. That's beautiful. So it's Twin Engines Coffee, huh? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, Twin Engine Coffee. We started it. Uh, well, starting a business in Nicaragua can be challenging. Um, but we we started starting it two years ago, um, and we finally uh, got all the machines and permits and everything. And it took a while, but now we're uh, commercially available in the U.S. And s something for the cigar authority audience is we're actually because of my history in, in cigars, uh, we've actually created a couple blends of coffee, 100% uh, Nicaraguan coffee that are specifically paired to go with cigars. So, so we have a, a cigar blend, and we have a coffee called our Cuban style coffee. Do you actually do the roasting right there at the plantation, or are you just growing the beans and shipping them off to roasters? We do everything except for grow the beans, um, because with um, you know growing growing anything is a se is a seasonal thing. It's a an annual thing. Right. We don't we didn't want to get stuck with bad vintages, you know. Uh, so our concept was every year let's let's go to the coffee farms, talk with all the farmers, and, and get literally the best coffees from Nicaragua. And by not having a farm, we can be selective that way. Okay. Um, and so at that point, we take, we take control of the beans, put them in hermetic storage, and then save them, and then we roast them, package them, export them, sell them all around Nicaragua, etc. And sell them out of the country into other countries now. Yeah, we're starting to sell in a couple of different countries. Um, the the products I mentioned to you before, the Nicaraguan cigar blend and the Cuban style coffee, those are exclusively for cigar retail stores. Wow. Okay. Um, the, but our, our our main lines, our estate blend, and our reserves are are available more widely. Uh, TwinEngineCoffee.com has more information. Unfortunately, you can't order any of the stuff for the cigar stores on the website um, because that that has to go th directly through a cigar retailer. All right. And how does a cigar retailer that may be listening uh, find? get a hold of you? Um, there's a contact form on the website. Just send us an email. We'll respond the same day. Okay. And you sell it as whole bean to them or you grind it or any way we want it? Any way you want it. We've got different roasts. We've got uh, different size bags and we've got uh, ground for espresso, ground for uh, filter coffee, everything. We, we do everything once it leaves the farm. Now when you're roasting, are you a believer in uh, high tonnage? You know, you end up with a, a lot of pounds of coffee at once and you cook it fast, or are you a smaller batch, cook it slow kind of guy? No, we do small batches. What we do, we, we never roast more than 15 pounds at a time, and we roast every week. So for, for, for what we expect to, to need to send out, either locally here in Nicaragua or for export, um, we only roast that much that week of those coffees. So that way, whenever the coffee leaves us, it's, it's always it's just been roasted that week. So it's, all, it's always fresh. 
I would, I would, I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm probably speaking for everybody here on the Cigar Authority. That I want cigar some coffee, right? Coffee now. <laughs> is our number one love. Yeah. You know, we're always drinking coffee. Uh, espresso machine in the back room, and Barry's got one at the other store that he's making uh, Cuban coffee every day. Uh, I, we certainly drink more coffee than we smoke cigars, and we smoke an awful lot of cigars. True. <laughs> and, I, and I think that goes for a lot of people that are into cigars because I cannot find a better pairing. And I, you know, you hear people talking scotch, and I'd be an alcoholic if I drank scotch <laughs> with every cigar I had. Uh, coffee is the perfect perfect uh, item, and good coffee uh, takes uh, a great cigar from uh, being great to being sensational. Coffee yeah. is the perfect pairing. I'm actually curious about your Cuban blend. I mean, is it meant to be done the Cuban style with the, you know, five, six teaspoons of sugar, whipping it into the paste, creating the espumita? It, is the, the Cuban style coffee meant to be prepared that way? Or it is. Or is Cuban style in the terms of the flavor profile? It's 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 both. Um, as you guys know, I've I've been to Cuba a lot, usually three or four times a year for the last ten years, and um, and so I've drunk a lot of Cuban coffee, uh, both in Miami and in Cuba, and, and I've grown accustomed to that style of coffee. The thing is, Cuban coffee normally is a is a lower quality bean, um, and so with the kind of beans that we're using, uh, you know, the and the kind of stuff that you guys would be using in the U.S., you'd be using a higher quality bean than what's actually you know being used in Cuba. Uh, so what we, what we wanted to do is is try to create a coffee that would be perfect in that preparation. So lots of sugar, a strong coffee, and so that's what we did. We set out to use uh, the higher quality beans here in Nicaragua, but to create the type of coffee that would go really well with a lot of sugar in a really strong uh, way of serving it. I'm gonna have to get my hands on some of that because, as Jonathan could attest, I I make four or five. Uh, pots of Cuban coffee a day in the actual locations. So. Yeah, we're we're out of our minds with with <laughs> coffee junkies. I mean, I could talk the whole show. We're talking on a on a cigar show, but I could I, we could do a coffee show. Now, I mean, it's crazy. Colin, is there something to the fact that humans seem to be attracted to alkaloids? Which coffee is an alkaloid, tobacco is an alkaloid, chocolate, heroin. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's lots of alkaloids out there. So is that you think that's why people tend to pair? Those types of things, coffee and cigars together, bourbon and cigars, you know, that, that type of, a, I don't know, alkaloid thing. Uh, is that, is that uh, That's an amazing question. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. But, uh, sure I mean, it's I funny asked. because <laughs> I, was listening to, I was listening to you guys last, uh, the previous show with uh, Jorge. And you know, talking about the Reese's peanut butter cups, and and you know, <laughs> you know I'm picking up on a theme here. It's the yeah, chocolate, the coffee, the cigars. There seems to be something to it, at least with with the people who do like those things. We kind of go all in. Right, right. So there's been a lot of chatter about uh, changes in the U.S. and Cuba and the travel policy uh, of late that ev everybody's talking about. Uh, and um, you, you, you're, uh, I know you as a as a writer, editor, judge of cigars. But um, now, as as a head honcho of cigar tourism, uh, mm -hmm. tell us more about that, and tell us the real deal of uh, can we go to Cuba, and how how do we pull that off? Yeah, so um, right now nothing has changed. So there's as, as far as the travel policy to Cuba. I mean, I think that this announcement by President Obama about the change that's going to happen is is a is a huge thing. I think it's. While nothing has happened in a real way, politically something very serious has happened. I think that it's sort of a, a turning point 
in U.S.-Cuba policy, and I think that we'll look back on that day and that announcement um, as the point at which policy started moving towards um, normalized relations or more normal relations between the countries, meaning that we're going to eventually be able to buy Cuban products and travel there, and they'll be able to buy more American products and uh, possibly even visit here or visit the United States. I guess I'm not in the United States right now. Yeah. Is, there, um, is there a chance they don't go back once they visit? Well, that, I mean, that's typically what happens now, although people do tend to like to go back to, to visit Cuba after they've moved to the United States, but they typically like to stay in the United States. So they have those, those classic stories of the defections where there will be a, a baseball game between the Cuban team and an American team and all Cubans just leave their minders and, and migrate to the United States. Yeah. Um, but there's not, a, there's not a ton of opportunity for, for Cubans to come to the United States. Every year there's a, a lottery of visas in Cuba. Uh, and if you're one of the people who uh, wins the lottery, it means that you have the chance to apply for a visa to leave Cuba and go to the United States. Uh, Johnny Garcia from My Father's Cigars actually won that lottery when she was a teenager, and that's how she was able to come to the United States. Um, and then when, once she was in the United States, she then was able to get um, visas and things for her family, and that's how they actually were all able to leave Cuba is through that lottery system because she won the lottery. So that happens already, um, but it's relatively limited number, and every year it's way oversubscribed. That's why it's it's kind of a lottery system. A lottery to leave. Well, isn't it a dangerous thing for Cuba, then, to oh, to normalize relations because they'll have nobody left on the island? I don't know. You know, um, I think the vast majority of people who were, who were able to leave and really wanted strongly to leave have left. It hasn't really been terribly difficult. Actually, um, in the last couple of years, a lot of changes have happened. Raul uh, Castro made it, I forget if it was about a year ago, maybe a little longer than that. He actually allowed Cubans to get passports with no restrictions other than that you had to pay for it. Um, and at that point, if you could afford to get the passport and get um, and buy a plane ticket, you could leave the country. Now, whether another country would let you in or not is a different question. Right. But he actually allowed people to get passports uh, a year ago. We're starting and, uh, to have a little yeah. difficulty with the internet connection from Nicaragua. Every now and then, you're getting a little bit of an echo effect. Yeah, I think we're getting we're getting uh, what what you're saying there. Anyway, so part of your um, your cigar tourism was to organize trips, uh, not necessarily to Cuba, but to organize trips to Honduras and Nicaragua, where you are, uh, Dominican Republic. I. I, I I travel many times myself. I've met you more times at the airport, I think, than anywhere else uh, with a group of people that you were taking around. Is this something you're planning to do uh, with your tourism, uh, cigar tourism, to actually bring people into Cuba? It is, yeah. I mean, tourism, uh, as a company started five years ago, bringing, uh, bringing cigar lovers to Nicaragua, Honduras, and the Dominican Republic. Um, can you hear me okay? Well, we're getting about every other word. Yeah, yeah. it's getting very choppy. Yeah, Colin. What can we? What, what can we do? Can we uh, hang up and dial in? And just yeah. Yeah, Colin, if you could uh, maybe just try disconnecting from the hangout and then coming back in because it's pretty much inaudible at this point. Yeah, yeah Chuck yeah. will send you another invite as soon as you drop out, and then hopefully when you come back in, you'll be uh, you'll be better we'll off. You'll be back in. So uh, what Colin uh, does is uh, um, take groups of people. 
two cigar factories. Um, normally, uh, maybe a brick and mortar retailer or something has done that before, and they have trips and things that they take people around. For those that aren't able to do it, he set up a little business uh, of doing that. And I, I've been down there myself uh, doing business, and I, I'll be at one cigar factory, and here they come in, a group of people, and, and Colin's leading the pack. And then uh, later on during the week or something, I'm, I'm in another cigar factory, and here they come in again. Right. And I end up meeting uh, the folks he brings around. And uh, when uh, when you go with a certain manufacturer, the thing is you stay with that manufacturer and that's it. The beautiful thing about what he ends up doing is he takes people to multiple, multiple um, factories. factories and you get to see a whole bunch because they all do things a little bit different. Right. And you get to see it all um, in a different ways. and contrast. Right. <clears throat> So that, that's what makes his uh, group of tourism uh, different. Uh, Colin uh, also uh, was a um, writer for um, Cigar Journal, and we know him from there, uh, an editor, a judge of the cigars and everything. And um, uh, he started his, he left, started his own um, cigar, um, coffee company, and now uh, continues the tourism part. And I know he knows a lot of uh, the real deal of what's going on uh, with this and reached out to us. He's back, Colin, you there? Yeah, can you hear me better? Not really. Jeez, it's there anyway, but, um, you know, tr let's give it a shot anyway and see what ends up happening. Right. So, yeah, Colin, the, what do you think the time frame is going to be for, for, you know, the easy coming and going with limited restrictions? Um, easy coming and going with limited restrictions, I think, is a ways off. We're hoping, because we're working with the Treasury Department, yeah. Uh, we're hoping, we're optimistic that we're going to be able to do our first uh, visit to Cuba in 2015. Um, that's going to be with special permission from the Treasury Department, probably. Um, but we're, we're optimistic about that. But as far as just booking a ticket and going on vacation, I think that we're probably two, three, four, five years out. Probably less than five years, more than two. So you'll take a group of people and, and try to get uh, the okay for a, an entire group of people as opposed to a person trying to go off on their own to try to do it? Yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're working with the Treasury Department to get the ability to do that. Um, and we're designing the tour so, so that it meets the Treasury Department's requirements. Um, and if we can get there okay, then we will uh, open up the doors and, and let people join us on that trip. We may have to do some some different things, some humanitarian things, some some different types of things during the during the trip. Um, but we'll we'll incorporate it into the trip so that the whole thing is nice and enjoyable. Well, my, put put me down as uh, one of the first. I mean, I I would love to do it. The only way I want to do it is to do it legally. So uh, when when that day comes, uh, I am seriously interested in doing it. I tried myself. And uh, I went through a one-year process uh, to try to go down there, um, and there was um, people on the on the receiving end of me that sent me a formal invitation to go. Uh, they were picking up all my expenses, so nothing uh, I wouldn't have had to use American currency or anything like that. And after about a year of waiting for the answer from the Treasury Department, I got my answer, and the answer was no. Um, so it's not the easiest thing to do for sure. Um, I think you've got uh, a great uh, business idea going there. If you can end up pulling it off and they're, they're comfortable with you and uh, you end up knowing the um, red tape to go through, and I'm sure you do, uh, you've been there many times yourself, um, you can probably help a lot of people end up doing that and uh, at the same time helping some Cuban people with the humanitarian uh, like you mentioned. 
Yeah, and, and we're excited, but we're, we're all set on the Cuban side. Everything is all set up for us over there. We just need the permission from the U.S. side. Um, and it, so as soon as we have that, um, we're going to be ready to, to modify the tour however it needs to modify to make sure that we're doing everything according to uh, this law. Um, but, you know, as, as time goes on, it looks like that those laws are changing, and so we're just staying on top of it day by day to see if our opportunity opens up or if our negotiations with the Treasury Department uh, finally allow us to uh, to go with the with the uh, itineraries we've submitted to them. Okay, is there a website or anything for cigar tourism? Yeah, cigartourism.com. Cigartourism.com, that's simple. Beautiful. That's it. Okay, Colin, thank you so much for, for joining us. And uh, when, when you know more, I hope to have you back on and you can tell us uh, you're ready to roll on, on uh, this. And I, I think it would be a great thing for our listeners who are very interested in something like this. Sounds good. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. And um, maybe one of you guys can shoot me a, an address to send some of that coffee to so, I can, so you guys can try our coffee. Consider Absolutely. that done. Consider that. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the email first We're thing Monday morning. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> right, Colin. Guys. Take care. Colin Ganley, uh, he's Twin Engines Coffee and Cigar Tourism. So, uh, Cigar Tourism, man, that uh, it's going to be something. And uh, he thinks he's going to get something off in uh, 2015. Um, so, uh, I'm going to stay strong to my uh, guess, uh, Barry, of uh, I think we have something happening within three months. I'm hoping you're right. Yeah. I'm really hoping you're right. So. I, I just, you know, know that. Um, the U.S. president wants something on his uh, on his list that isn't awful, you know, and and this could uh, be a positive thing, and uh, we'll see how we how it goes. I, I would have loved to keep calling on longer, but we were having so much trouble with his uh, his pick pick up on that. So uh, Barry, let's look at the top likes of 2014. This is this means what? Well, this is the time of year that various cigar blogs and magazines start naming their top ten cigars of the year. And while we, the Cigar Authority, won't name our Cigar of the Year until the day before the Super Bowl on January 31st, we decided we would share our social media top 10. Um, these are pictures that were posted to inst Instagram, and depending on the picture, it could tell a story. For example, a cigar like Macanudo will only get like 50 likes or so, while a cigar like Atabay, which just barely missed the list, got 120 likes. So, so he, we didn't tell people to like it. We didn't do anything. You put a picture up, right? And during the year, people clicked it and said like on right. This is their reaction to specific cigars, which you can kind of tell. Like you know, the social media. I've always said the social media crowd is more of a boutique crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the the guy that's getting the education in a so, cigar so shop, like two guys. Despite Macanudo, maybe the biggest selling cigar uh, in the country. Um, not many people are going to click like. It's like liking a, a loaf of Wonder Bread or, or Budweiser and say, you know, this is just regular stuff. Right. But uh, they end up seeing a boutique -y thing, and uh, wow, that's nice. Right. you think it has anything to do with um, the background or anything you said during the picture or anything like that? No, because I, I, I looked at all the photos, and actually the cigar that came in at number one, I didn't use any hashtags on it. Okay. But it still had the most likes of anything we posted over the course of the year. All right, so what do we got? You got the top ten? Yep. So coming in number ten was the Aging Room Quattro. Okay, which was the number two cigar of the year last year. Right, and uh, by the way, all these cigars happen to be available at twoguyscigars.com as well. Um, cigar number nine was the My Father Cigar Connecticut. Okay, which was at one time the um, a cigar just for the New England area. Right. Uh, number eight was La Flor Dominicana Oro. 
oh. which comes in the gold tubes. Yeah, yeah. And number seven was La Flor Dominicana in 1994, uh, the winner which of the blind won a tasting. blind taste test. And, and and it was just in there that you took a picture of it while you were doing sampling the cigar yourself. Yeah, I was driving to work, and I took the picture driving the works about okay. to light one up. So it wasn't that you're announcing that it won the blind taste no. or anything. Like, just no. did, did, yep. okay. Did you by any chance? Um, I forgot my question. Okay, okay. sorry. <laughs> no, number six was uh, Headley Grange by Crowned Heads. Um, number five was the Asylum Ogre. Ah, which I happened to tag Tom Lazuka in that picture. Which didn't hurt, right? Number four was Jericho Hill by Crown Heads. Ah, okay. Number three was Padron Family Reserve 50 Maduro. Number two was Padron Family Reserve 50 wow. Natural. No wow. kidding. And the cigar with the most likes and no use of hashtags was Long Live the King by Caldwell Cigar Company. Wow. It is boutique-y. Yeah. Hmm. Was, was time of day looked at on this? Because if you post something in the morning, People all at all times during the day have a chance to see it. And well, they can it. look. This is this could go on for weeks and months, right? Which is a which is a good question from Jonathan. The majority <laughs> of these were posted between better the, than the last one between the hours he was going to ask between the hours of eleven a.m. and one p.m. With the eight of the ten were posted during that time frame. All right. Um, the other two were posted like at seven thirty at night. Gotcha. So, but these are the pictures that got the most reaction, the most feedback, the most comments, the Very most likes from people Not following the cigar authority. Sell the best, right. but that's Hi, interesting. This is Rocky <laughs> okay, so uh, we're, we're smoking the Padron 2000. The reason why we are is this was the number three bestseller, number the, the number one bestseller we smoked uh, earlier, which was the um, pencil, uh, Dos Ombre pencil. Uh, 99 cent cigar, outsold every single cigar. Uh, this was number three for us. This is the Padron 2000 Natural, uh, which is interesting. Good value price. Right? A very good value price, but I'm going to tell you this, that the Maduro outsells the Natural by the, stores? The, by the box. Oh, really? By the box. Ah, there you go. So you got the box buyers on that. When I first started smoking, I smoked these every day for a year. This was my first everyday cigar wow and it's, apparently it's a lot of everybody's everyday cigar mm. because it uh it sells so well um when we come back we're going to recap all of 2014 in the cigar world uh the think different things that happened we're going to look at crazy news from the asylum uh we got um bad news from barry uh maybe not all bad at all we're going to listen to that uh, we're going to fire up another cigar and this will be the number two selling cigar of the year and uh, you may be surprised at that um, what else do we have? Uh, we got tweets of the week. We got Asylum. Yeah, we got Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. We also have the open casting call coming up on Friday, January 23rd at Two Guys here in Salem from 5 to 7 p.m. Oh, if this is for a girl for the commercial. Yeah, yep. for a commercial. If you happen to know a model between the ages of 21 and 28, have a come down Friday, January 23rd to 304 South Broadway, she Salem, even New have Hampshire. To be a professional model. She could just be hot yep. and able to act a and little. And the, uh, the flyer for it will be on the twoguyscigars.com website as well. Does she get to wear that outfit? I wouldn't mind. Okay, me neither. So well, we got a we got a real film guy going to be here, and he's going to put it together. So we'll see how that plays out. So okay, we'll be back with our number two. Stick around. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, and it doesn't matter whether you're smoking the Dos Ombre Pencil or the Padron 2000 Natural. Either way, you always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody, right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Thank you.
old cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vincana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, wait. The authority on everything cigar. Shake And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. Well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on my barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. Gary's going to lose his mojo. That's what I think is going to happen. Welcome back to hour number two. Live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And it is the recap of 2014 in... Cigars, and we have cigar news from Bad News Barry. We have uh, gentleman Chuck Morris, and he'll get Debonair with us. New cigars hitting the shelf. We'll look through our calendar of upcoming events and interviews and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to our number two of the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, here at the 
Barry lost his girlfriend. Yeah. Studios. <laughs> we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. And we're smoking the Padron 2000. We're talking about the best-selling cigars. We can only go by our retail establishment of what's uh, the best-selling. The best-selling for us was the Dos Ombre Pencil. It's a little 28 ring gauge, uh, number two pencil size cigar. 99 cents. Sells like crazy. An introduction into the world of Dos Ombre is what the cigar is all about. The and, gateway uh, drug. It is. It's a gateway drug, and it's the Dominican version of it. It comes in natural Amador. We smoked a natural of it. The second cigar, this was the number three bestseller. It's always up there in the top few cigars. It's the Padron 2000. The regular Padron stock 2000 is the natural version. Uh, it was the, it was number three best-selling for singles, and actually the boxes were the Maduro version right. was the top-selling uh, when it comes to boxes of cigars. You know why this is up there so high year after year? Value? It's great. This is a great tasting cigar. It's very consistent. It's, it is amazing to me that they do so well with their anniversaries mm. and the, the 1926 and the 80th. Yeah. And all those get the hype and they get the big ratings. And then you got the little 2000 and it's right there and the guy grabs it every single It sells day. like crazy. And uh, that's the magic of it. And, and if we ask uh, George Padron what his number one selling cigar is, I bet you it would be this. Mm. Yeah, we should have asked them some. Either this or the 3,000 is right up there. Yeah. We order a metric, you know what, ton. And what's do. the MSRP on this? <sighs> Barry, under five bucks? Five bucks? -ish? Yeah, definitely under five bucks. Yeah, it's unreal. like 450, 470. Yeah. Unreal. Magic, yeah. right? It really is. That's what it is. And this year, we're going to go through, we're going to look at 2014 value, I would say, if you had to uh, say it in a word. Uh, what consumers look for, uh, not just in cigars, but in everything. It's been value. Mm. Uh, it's because of uh, a few, too long, seven years of uh, bad economic times in this country, and that, that's what brought it. So uh, I'm going to put this cigar down. I hate to do it, but uh, it's been overtaken this year by a cigar, and um, this is number two cigar uh, for sales. Again, number one was the Dos Ombre Pencil. I a 99 cent cigar and now we're looking at a cigar that's about eight dollars that oversold the padrone 2000 natural but you also still have to consider value and i know you're thinking well how can a cigar that's more expensive still be value you're looking at a different animal here chuck that's what i'm talking about i am surprised this is i would have never really guessed this i am pleasantly surprised this is yeah. a phenomenal there's, cigar. A, there's a lot of reasons for this it's a shade grown, which is a number is a big reason. So is the uh, Dos Ombre pencil. Yeah, shade grown cigars outsell uh, sun grown and Maduro and for sure. And, and I know it's it just that perception thing, it, right? It, it doesn't get the big ratings, and people don't talk about it. And cigar companies don't even advertise them. You look at a, a brand like. Um, Padron, for instance, their number one seller is the champagne. It's not the one that people Perdomo. talk about. Perdomo, Perdomo. Um, and and that goes for all the companies. The, the shade one is the one that sells. Uh, as a retailer, that's what matters, really, right? That's what it is. We're in business. I love cigars too, but it's the it's the business of cigars, and people vote with their wallets. And they voted for this as the number two, in, eight eight dollar cigar. Incidentally, it is the toughest one to blend. It's mm -hmm. the hardest one to make consistent, good every single time. 
is a shade grown cigar because the flavors are so delicate. Yeah. So any bad you put in, it's going to be going to be you'll be able it. to taste it right away. So it is the hammer and sickle icon. Coincidentally, the cigar of the year. So that was the thing. People had to try it. Yeah. Once they tried it, they go, oh, my God, what an unbelievable cigar. Yes. Uh, next week, we have Hendrick Kellner Jr. on. His dad actually blended the cigar for the folks at Hammer and Sickle. And what you get here is a Davidoff type of cigar. Right. For so, such a value. So that's the magic of the cigar. You're not going to smoke this and go, oh, my God. I'm smoking a Davidoff for under nine dollars. That's yeah. not the that's not the case. But there are some subtleties of the cigar. It's mild. It's delicious. It is the it, poor man's Davidoff. I, yeah, I I concur. Can they go with that? And they're uh, I don't think they can. <laughs> I don't think they can. No, I think no. That's a lawsuit. But before before, <laughs> before you light it though, make sure you do a cold draw on this. Why don't you also we, we have to first not piss off our advertisers, yes. pitting them against each other? If you could. So it's I'll time try. to cut a cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered their prices when everybody else was raising them. That was the magic, and timing was perfect. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Perdomo had a great year this year, too. And it's about value. Perdomo is value also. Yeah. So value, 2014, value. That's what it was. So and uh, Vertigo, while all other lighter companies were charging you $100, <laughs> they only charge you $29.99 for basically the same freaking lighter. True. Triple jet, big-ass tank, flawless, smooth, sliding action. This is very similar to some of the guns that Paul Beasley sells. It's because the, of the, the slider. The action right there. Boom. <laughs> Boom. His guns shoot every time. This one lights every time. So what am I supposed to do with this cold draw, Barry Stein? It, to me, it's just, it's very, very noticeable that it tastes like coconuts nuts fresh out of the shell. Coconuts? Coconut fresh out of the shell? No, peanuts fresh oh, out of peanuts. the shell. Oh, peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. This is, this is coconut, man. No, I don't get coconut. The sweetness? No. Hmm. Dry coconut on top of your ice cream sundae. Yeah, it's mm. like a little toasted, toasted, toasted coconut. You know, <laughs> you, know, you, know the, you know the cookie with the marshmallow and the coconut toasted oh, yeah. on top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snowballs? Pinwheels? Yeah. Oh, no, snowball is something that never mind. Pinwheels. <laughs> <laughs> in the cold days in New England? Is that what they call that? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Barry likes I, I was certain a, things. I was a Malamar guy. We don't want to talk about on the show. You were supposed to keep that off secret. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's holding back. Well, now she is. knows you might get an extra bonus Christmas present. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> That's if she's still your girlfriend after this show. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. Okay. So we're toasting up our uh, hammer and sickle icon. Uh, still remains the cigar of the year because it's not going to be till Super Bowl Saturday. It'll we be. The we'll new the cigar enough. will be crowned on my birthday. Is that your birthday? That's my birthday. I turned 37 when 37. the new cigar of the year gets crowned. You know what I was doing when I was 37 years old? Snowballs? Selling cigars. Selling cigars. That's what I meant. <laughs> but it was a long time ago. That in. It was a long time ago. Long time ago. 
so let's recap 2014. Let's look at some of the things that happened in the cigar world in 2014. Because I always like to look at history because history repeats itself. And things, when you look at history, it kind of tells you what the future is going to bring. Uh, we saw uh, Mexico go from Mexico in the tobacco world to San Andreas. Yeah. This was the changeover of people calling the tobacco Mexican tobacco at $5 a pound to, to becoming San Andreas and going up to eight fifty a pound. Becoming the same thing, but just changing the name. Well, there were so many companies. San Andreas there were, there were, sexy tobacco. There are so many companies using San Andreas now because there were a handful of companies, Ortsak being one of them, that had San Andreas Mexican wrapper, and they just went out and said it. Three, four years ago, that came out, and but now... Now all the tobacco is San Andreas. Right. Mm. There is no more Mexican tobacco. Yeah, it's so all San Andreas, and they get, get more for it. It's, it's, it's marketing beautiful. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and it gets popular because of it. Yeah, just like it. Connecticut Broadleaf had its run, now it's San Andreas' run. Yes, which you would never believe. Never believe. You get a cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 that's actually a Tiamo. Now that takes balls <laughs> to actually do that. <laughs> what? Tiamo was in the top, top yeah. 25. Revolution. Whew. I huh? missed that. Wow. Yeah. Number 13, I think, maybe 12. No, sure. not that high, really. Yeah. Yeah. Tiamo. Yes. Tiamo. There's two cigars in the store that I won't smoke for free <laughs> Onyx and Tiamo. <laughs> Those are the same two I won't smoke. <laughs> wow. How about that? We agree. Here we go. That happens every once every, once a year. So we got that done. Take a We're shower. Another moment of 2014. Right. Uh, again, uh, value prices in the cigar industry. Under $10, I'll say good, as far as under $8. A cigar under $8 is considered value. That's where the bulk of it went. We haven't even gone through our numbers, but I guarantee yeah. you that's where it is, right? It's very strong, very obvious that that's where it is. We got great cigars. Listen, we sell uh, Byron and Atabees at $20, $30 per cigar, and they, they sell well and stuff. But if you take everything, Davidoff's a big seller, but if you take everything combined to it, man, you're talking about 90% of the cigars that sell are, are in that $8 and under, hmm. that's where it's gone. And you, you really, if you're going to put out a cigar over $10, that thing better be a, a home run. It's got to be a $20 cigar for $10. Right. Over $10. Because the American the American's palate, and you know what? we uh, With all the different magazines and all the ratings and all the hype that goes into this, the American consumer has never been more intelligent when it comes to buying cigars oh, at yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. But along with the intelligence that goes to it is strongly opinionated on the wrong because they saw it on the Internet, therefore it's true, right. um, that some of these uh, misconceptions are so powerful that it, it just keeps going over and over and over of misconceptions that, that continue to happen. FDA, the uncertainty, slows down new cigar brands. That's what we saw in 2014. Uh, not a lot of new brands there was line extensions. There was uh, um, um, different sizes of the same brand, uh, or um, um, somebody would come out with a new line or a, a different uh, wrapper on their existing brand. But you didn't see a lot of new brands out there this year. Um, and go back the year before, there was actually the it broke the record of it was two hundred and something new brands came out the year previous, and this year almost none. Hmm. And that was the reason because of FDA uncertainty. Nobody knows what is the sense of making bands as uh, new bands and new packaging and everything for a brand new brand and start marketing when 
the FDA was going to chop your hands off at seven years and say no more. So that slowed that down a lot. Uh, also, uh, lots of uh, limited releases. This has got to be certainly the biggest year for limited releases. Yeah. Pe uh, cigar companies that never put a limited release out uh, put multiple ones. Yeah. Uh, and listen, very, very good cigars that sold out and we wish we could get them back. They put all that effort into something that they cannot, um, you know, profit from later on because they just put a limited release out. And we're hearing uh, advance notice already of uh, 2015 of lots of limited releases that are coming out again. And it's back to uncertainty, right. FDA uncertainty that, you know, why put all that effort into a new brand when... Isn't it really, in the end, it's the same amount <coughs> of effort that you put into a limited release as you do into... I'd a regular that, production? I'd, I'd make that argument. Yeah, I was just thinking that as well. It just yeah. seems crazy. I mean, you know what? If you're going to go for it, let's say we'll use Las Calaveras as an example, an annual release or Perdomo's 20, um, double-aged. Yeah. So why not just go balls to the wall and put that out and just get it going because... And, and you've got the shelf space yeah. in the store, which is the hardest thing to get in, in, in retail, to get it on the shelf. It's on the shelf. Now, us as retailers, the hardest thing for us is to get somebody to try this new cigar. They tried it. They loved it. Oh, my God. All the hard work has been done. The, the manufacturer got me to take it. I got the consumer to try it, and he loved it. All right, now there's none. Let's start all over again. And that must happen a lot. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. Do they ever come back? The limiteds? They can't really. I no. mean, if they do, it's under probably a different name. That's or it. Or we're going to come out next year with it again. Well, next year, I got to buy it again. Yeah. I got to free up some space to be able to Starts bring that over. in. I got to get somebody to try it. You think I'm going to remember who it was that ended? Or you think that guy's going to walk to our store? Uh, what do we have? 1,100 open boxes. He's going to actually see that box there and say, oh, there it is. Yeah. I remember that from last year. <laughs> And not they, at all. It starts do, again. If they do come out, they're not the same blend. Like Las Calaveras, which you mentioned, will come out again in 2015, but it's going to be a different blend. So it's not right. the same cigar? No. And I can almost guarantee that it's, it's going to be a bit of a disappointment because everybody loved the first one, and I don't even know if the second one can meet that same expectation. You got Tatuaje TAA in 2011, which was phenomenal. Right. 2012, 2013, they were really... I hate to say it, but they were failures. Yeah, People just didn't like them. And then this year's TAA from Tatuaje was exceptional. Sells out in two, three days. It really is a, it's a tough thing. You, you want to try to pick a, bl a blend that you can make over and over again. And if it's great, keep it going. Hey, what do we do? Like 100 boxes in three days. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. nuts. So now we have to take the chance next year. We Well, Dave, I can see you, Barry. You're going to end up saying, we sold 100 boxes in mm -hmm. three days. So buy 200 boxes. Well, no, no. you didn't live through what we yeah. did the previous two years before that and say, we are going to get rid of these ones. Uh, so you know, you take a chance. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say based on a limited edition, based on their 2014 performance is going to be the same as the 2015. I think the <clears> whole <throat> line, like you got to look at the failures of the 2012 and the 2013. Yeah. You kind of played a little close to the yeah. best. Yeah. And, the, and these are, yeah. Ones we take on without even a sample. We can't even use our intelligence. No sample, no release date. It's talking about ballsy. I mean, no, no information as to whether or not no we're going to get the full shipment and definitely no price. Is that, yeah. just, is that just because of the relationship? Yeah. So yeah. You, you're taking a chance and listen, you know, nobody bats a thousand. So, but you take a guy that bats very, very well, Pete mm -hmm. Johnson, he's a 
you know, great at bat player. So, okay, I'm going to take the chance and roll the dice and see what this is. And then it comes in and you say, wow, this is awesome. What do we do? One day in, yeah. we, we call up to get more. Yeah. There is no more. Oh, you know, geez. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we'll see how that plays out. Um, and this year is going to be more of the same. We know already because, I, you know, it's not even the end of the year yet. We've already heard um, rumblings of uh, people that tried it once this year, manufacturers that only did it once and for some reason said, wow, that was pretty good. It come and gone and it was over and that's it. Well, I look at that as a negative. Now it's over and that's it. And let's try it again. How are you? How are you going to be able to compete with yourself? Yeah, that's the tough thing. And more people are going to do it. And now, you know what? We we talked about Perdomo's double aged. I am very much looking forward to his shade grown uh, double aged next year because it was so good. Yeah. But he's got big shoes to fill. His own. His own. <laughs> is <laughs> is J C Newman's Black Diamond? Is that going to be? Full-on production, or is that limited? The uh, I think it's a full-on production. Yeah, they don't ever do limited releases. The number 14, which is the one we chose, yeah. is the one they're going with. Nice. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. breaking news. I, yeah. All yeah. right. So that's the one. So we know what it's going to take. It's unanimous. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. So it couldn't have been more unanimous than it was. Right. Everybody said, without talking to each other, everybody kept it quiet and so, you know, how do you fight that? Yeah. Well, eh, those guys don't know what they're talking about. You can't. It was just too many of us. That's awesome. So um, that's limited releases. More of that coming out. Uh, acquisitions. Uh, we saw this year uh, Taranio and Lacia go to General Cigar. We saw Drew Estates uh, in a surprising uh, twist go to Swisher. Um, we saw La Serena um, kind of... Uh, Go out on her own. Yeah, yeah. Left a, a manufacturer, left a distributor, go off on her own, um, and um, kind of disappeared after that. Let me tell you, distribution is a major part of it. Uh, if you don't have a distribution channel, consider, you know, mm. where do you go? Uh, if you leave a distribution channel, this is what I'm seeing happening here. Well, now, where are you? Wow. Um, uh, Grace Sotolongo. Uh, yeah, she had a lot. Had she Sarah? cigars she leaves and disappears um susan aragon she was with the padilla people she leaves the industry completely uh so look look at those three those were three there wasn't a lot of females in the cigar industry and this you know you go back to some of the magazines actually highlighting and saying looking something's happening here in the cigar industry this is at the beginning of the year look at the women in the cigar industry and where it's going um these three girls were all together in a in an article in some magazine that put it out and they're all gone so they came they left <laughs> <laughs> well i mean let's let's face it sex sells one time and then yeah, if the sex isn't good, you're not coming back. Well, it's not even that it's not good. You know, that all the cigars that these girls were representing are good cigars, but you got the hot girl in the in the cigar shop, you talk to somebody into selling it, and the next week there's a different hot girl selling a different cigar, and then the next week a different one. At the at the by the fourth week, the customer comes in and he's like, You know what? I'm going back to my icon Toro. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, it seems like they don't have legs. They have legs, but they don't have. Yeah, they like just a, don't know how to a, use them. It's a gimmick, huh? It's almost like it's a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, right. not staying around. So that's what that, that that's what we saw. We're going to get into more of them, but right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum with some crazy news. Some asylum news.
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80 Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Cops say that a Tennessee teen who got arrested for driving with a suspended license on Monday had a surprise in store for the police. The officers allegedly discovered a loaded 5-shot, 4-inch, 22 caliber mini revolver concealed in all places in her vagina. It turns out the gun was stolen last year from John Souther's car, uh, which was ransacked in an auto burglary. Burglary. Say that five times fast. You know. Say it once. Souther, <laughs> a 70-year-old retired car salesman, told the uh, police that he had to make sure to give his stolen little fellow a bath in bleach. The teen was charged with gun possession and introducing contraband into a penal giggity facility <laughs> and was later released on a $6,000 bond. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, and you can add all your one-liners in there. Yeah, there's something about a pea shooter. But yeah, we'll there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things there. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff right there. We'll just leave them alone. Yep. Fill in the blanks yourself, right? It's there for you. That's a layup uh -huh. is what we call that in this industry. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this was the year of the 21, the age to legally smoke cigars. We saw a lot oh. of cities and towns like and states. 18 and, Massachusetts cities raised the age to 21. Not, not That's just over the border for us. Yeah, it's like 45 at this point. Just in Mass? Just in Mass. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of control in Massachusetts. What is the age to smoke marijuana legally? Uh, I'm assuming it's the same as the smoking age on Denver. Smoking and smoking? Yeah, in Denver, I'm thinking it's 18. Yeah. Um, and then there would be 21 to drink, but you can get stoned yeah, at 18. You can get stoned and operate a vehicle at 18, but you can't have uh, a beer with your friends. Well, you're not supposed to operate a vehicle. They, they have a breathalyzer now they're coming out with for detecting the presence of uh, THC breathalyzer. Mm -hmm. So you're not supposed to drink. You're not supposed to be. Yeah, there's no there's no weed in driving. No. Yeah. <laughs> For those that don't know, THC is the active component that gets you high in marijuana. If you don't know that, you should <laughs> go kill yourself because everybody knows. So what if you ended up eating the brownie or the butter or whatever they make? It's still in. It's in. That's what's in there. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The breathalyzer. What they need to just just legalize it. Make it 18. Get this nonsense of uh, smoking age of 21 or any. 18, drinking alcohol, 18. Two I mean, years, two years ago it was 18. And it should be. 20 years ago, the drinking age was 18. It or, should be, Dave. Yeah. I mean, you could raise a family, go to war, right. die for our country, start a business. Yeah. You can't have a beer. You kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah, so you can't, backwards. You can't smoke a cigar after you've just fought in Afghanistan and 
you know. Right. We saw a lot of. Uh, just won the soldiers. state championship. Yeah, a lot of soldiers at Christmas time coming back to see their families and uh, coming in and get a cigar and you know uh, we're still eighteen, so uh, you know we ID them and they're not twenty one. They're you know nineteen twenty and uh, they're okay here. But imagine the day that comes that I have to say to that soldier, nope. Mm. Get, you got to bring your mother in to go buy the cigar for you. You know, so backwards. Oh my god, so backwards. You get, but go out there and uh, take the bomb. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But no, nope. uh, we're gonna we're seeing it, and we see more of it lined up for 2015. They're lining up already. Uh, gotta vote these bills in because it can be out. it can be three people in the health department. You know, right. you can't vote them out because that's not how they're there. So it's it's crazy. What you got to do is actually change some laws that say they can't do that. Yeah. You can't let three old ladies determine what your laws are in your state. You know, yep. they, they got problems with everything. So whatever. Uh, big ring gauges continue. We see uh, all cigar companies continue to come out with bigger ring gauges. I'm seeing some lineups coming out for new cigars coming out. Everybody's incorporating the 6x60 as a regular size. Yeah, that, that is a, you know, if they're coming out with four or five sizes, one of them is a, is a uh, 60 ring gauge. Some companies are coming out with three sizes. They got the Robusto, they got the Toro, and they got the 660. They're doing away with the Churchill. Yeah, Churchill's going away. Really? And, and torpedoes are going away. That the the six by fifty is wow. the, the the sixty ring gauge now is the third choice, right? Uh, for sure. Yeah, if they're only going to make three sizes, they got three choices to make the molds. Six sixties definitely. And you guys have seen that in your in your sales. Yeah, six sixty is is yeah. taking off. I mean, it's I would say we're we're going to actually do the numbers for the yeah. first of the year, but. We're, we're looking we'll at look like at the 27, numbers. Because we'll, you're almost as strong as, as a pulse of it as yeah, anyone. Yeah. It would be a guess right now. In about three weeks, two weeks, we'll have the, we'll all have the data, data and, we'll, and we'll share it with everybody, tell you what size is cool. going uh, for us. Um, another big thing that happened in 2014 Barry Stein joins the Cigar Authority. The best thing that happened in 2014, <laughs> if I may say so. For you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, you did take the Cigar Authority to a different level for sure because uh, we hit a million downloads in November uh, in just that short time from January to November or that shorter time yeah. from uh, June till November uh, where we saw the big spike that ended up happening. So uh, thank you, Barry Stein. No, I think, uh, for, I you helped think. tip the scales in wow. our favor. Got to go with the fat yeah, yeah. And here I am ready to say something nice, but I want to thank both of you. <laughs> so you want to thank Chuck oh, as well for yeah. embracing me with open arms. It's been a fun ride, and yeah. I look forward to doing 30 years with the cigar. Right, party. right. You think we're going to go away? Forget about it. We're not going anywhere. Well, you guys are going to be around a lot longer, as I understand. There's some sort of wager going on starting the first of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. happens to me every year. Oh, boy. Weight loss challenge. I, I, do you do this every year, Barry? No. See, I do. So I'm a total failure, just so you know. <laughs> I make this attempt almost every year to say, okay, it's a new year. I'm going to start. I'll do a little exercise. I'll eat better. And it goes for a few weeks. And, and usually it's people around me, loved ones, that tell me to have something to eat and stop this because I get grumpy. He gets grumpy. Yeah. There was the one year you had you had cans of soup, and I'm like, well, you're going to eat that? And you're like, no, I'm working out, man. And you're like curling <laughs> cans of soup and doing these weird – so exercises. I'm, I'm all set. I have an aerobic workout now. 
So it's really, yeah, it's one of the, How know. about we do that live on the show and watch that mess? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think we could do this live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although maybe another website. Yeah. <laughs> Thehumpauthority.com. Oh, <laughs> God. Barry Stein. You want to make a viral video? You should be the one. <laughs> uh, blind taste test winner, La Flor Dominicana's 1994. So we waited uh, five years uh and five years before that, every five years we were putting out a blind taste test. Barry is pushing hard. He wants to do it again next year. He loved it. He had fun with it. And uh, yeah, you you do it this time. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that in January if we if we pull it off uh, right back to back after another year. Um, but it was interesting. I find it very very interesting. Of um, we do it to ourselves all the time, but it's it's nice to see uh, regular consumers. I think they learn a lot from it. Uh, going through the process, so we'll look at that and see what it is. But it was a it was an interesting ride this year. That, you know, in the past we've done it with um, famous names and low price against high price cigars to try to see if price mattered. Um, this year we did it with all newer cigars. We never did that before. Uh, one year we did it with all Maduros. So uh, we've done it different ways. So gives us something to think about. If you have anything to add uh, to the Cigar Authority to think uh, it would be nice if we would do something like this or something like that, we can use your help. Go on the CigarAuthority.com, contact us. Go right through the Contact Us page. And yep. uh, just write to us and give us some ideas. Uh, we will take those ideas and we will make them our own. We will give you no credit for them. Zero credit. We, we but, probably uh, won't even read your yeah. email on, on the air if it's that good. <laughs> But uh, if, if you want to share something you think will help and uh, you would like to see happen, listen, we're going to look at it. and we'll, We throw a lot of crap against the wall. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. But uh, throw it at us and see what you think. A lot of companies redesigning in 2014. Yes, redesigning. You, you saw it with Camacho last year. Uh, this year you saw it with um, Dav Davidoff's new um, – Winston Churchill that's coming out. They came out with Winston Churchill before. Um, it was a great cigar, I'll tell you. I mean, I took everything that we had left and filled my humidors with them. I was chain-smoking mm. uh, uh, Winston Churchill. I loved them. This is a totally different cigar that's coming out. It has a Davidoff band on it with a different look to it as the Davidoff Winston Churchill. Um, they also uh, have made changes with Avo. You're going to see that come out January? Yes. Right? That's just a, a week or so away. Uh, a whole new redesign of Avo. Hmm. Um, slight. It's not dramatic, uh, but a slight uh, uh, redesign of it. I think you're going to see a copycat part of this, of people redesigning their old packaging and kind of bring it up to new. Uh, start making it look uh, more modern, uh, especially... Uh, again, you got FDA saying that a cigar brand can only be so old; it can't, you know, a newer one can't. So they can redesign and make the make modernize it a bit. Hmm. Uh, maybe that's a way around uh, making the cigar new again. They certainly did it with Camacho in a big, big way. Big. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, um, Unlucky Thirteen. Uh, we were the Unlucky Thirteen winner of. Um, Tatuaje, and one we, of the 13. And we understand why it's the unlucky 13. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you got um, 33 boxes. Is that what we got? 33 boxes. boxes. You, you, we could have used 333 yeah. boxes, and uh, you make uh, make enemies. You know, yeah. every, everybody wants them. You don't have them. And it's not yeah. enough. Had to do a lottery system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People still weren't happy with the yeah. lottery. And yeah. Um, Golden Band Awards. We were lucky enough to... Uh, 
get the golden band. You were lucky enough, enough yeah. to get that one was directly yeah. for you. Yeah. For the work you do, fighting taxation. Yeah. And I get to have it all the way up to the trade show. So I got another six months uh, with that cigar. We'll, we'll pile up. I'm sure we'll have enough for the whole year because we'll pile up before it's time and yeah. uh, maybe get lucky again or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Cuban embargo. That would seem to be the big thing um, with uh, Barack Obama and uh, Raul Castro uh, coming on uh, simultaneously saying that the relationship with Cuba and the United States is going to improve. Uh, this is going to be the biggest change for the cigar industry ever uh, in my 30 years uh, and probably in the past 54 years. Um, this is going to change everything. Um, I hope for the better. Uh, I know some people are going to get hurt uh, initially from it because you're going to have everybody looking to buy Cuban cigars when, when and if that happens. Um, so the regular manufacturer uh, in Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica, um, who make great cigars are actually going to see uh, a little hurting at the beginning because everybody wants to try these things. And uh, then I think they go back because mm -hmm. uh, I've said it before. I think that... Um, the cigars that are made in these other countries are the best cigars in the world. Um, it's improved over the years. There's no rush. You, you're seeing a rush in Cuban cigars. You're going to see more of a rush. With that speed up is going to be uh, quality is going to go down, and people are going to look at these cigars. So uh, a little spanking they get at the beginning, and then they come on strong at the end of the year is, is my guess of how it's going to be. If, if, in fact, the embargo does lift, which I think it will. I think uh, it's going to be a lot sooner than most of us think. So that's what I got as a recap of. Uh, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing to add. Nothing to add. Uh, right now, it's time to go into the aging room with Old Far Freddy. And I say that uh, this Put your seatbelts on. Earmuffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars, they're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, it's considered a potty foul to block another dude from talking to a girl he thinks is pretty. In my day, when you had too many chickens and wanted to halt the breeding process, you erected a cock blocker around the pen. Nowadays, there are all kinds of restrictions around owning livestock inside city limits. In my day, as long as your ass was your main ride, you could keep her tied up out back. Nowadays, finding relaxation by way of physical contact for hire can be done anywhere, including the airport. Just ask Dave. In my day, <laughs> after a long, hard day in the field, your hands got really sore. Any massaging that got done, you either did it yourself or you went without. Yes, we were cock-blocking, ass-riding men who gave themselves hand jobs. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars, made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. If only there was a way to house my cock with my ass instead of with the chickens, because I'm tired of building those blockers. You proud of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Raphael Nadell, Aging Room Cigars, uh, and he... Uh, nice enough to call us. Wish us a yes, Merry Christmas. Yes, I got Thank a nice bottle of wine from him. I did as well. Yeah, he's a class act, and uh, Lobo M. 
Lubbo-M. I'm loving Lubbo-M. That cigar is unbelievable. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bad News Barry will give us yet more cigar news. Uh, we got gentleman Chuck Morrison in the house. He'll get Debonair with us, and we have some interesting questions from the mailbag. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun, he finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. This is John Hart from Drew Estate, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck. Bad News Barry is right here, and we have cigar news, and we're going to take a peek at the calendar, tell you what's coming up next week, and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Icon. This is the number two cigar selling cigar for us, the Toro. This is the Toro. And also, coincidentally, still the Cigar of the Year until we release that information on the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Just about four weeks away. For any idea? It's going to be my birthday. There's emails coming in with votes going. I don't want to skew the, the voting and have somebody think, oh, I should vote for this cigar. But uh, Hurry up. If you're going to vote, hurry up. Yeah, because i gotta, I got to order the trophy. Uh, we got lots of things going on, and we have to make a decision. We got the managers' meeting coming up in a week or two. Yeah, a week. And that's what we'll discuss there and try to come up with the winner, uh, order the trophy, and be ready for it. So uh, time is running out, and I see uh, a lot of the bloggers coming out with their cigar of the years. A um, lot of the magazines. Um, everybody's got their best of everything, um, and we'll have ours. Are they are they choosing Godfather or are they choosing? The 57 Chevy, those are the two that he goes with. Yeah, you know. They, they, a lot of limited releases and stuff, yeah. you know, things that you can't buy. Cadillac Fleetwood. And, 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 it's and virgin in every way. Yeah. But, you know, it, it kind of takes away from with the possibility that people look at it. Oh, big time. And say, you know, I want to try the best cigar of the year. And, oh, no, you can't buy that. <laughs> you know, so what's, the, what's the sense of it? And Absolutely. I, it, you know, and the Cigar Authority is a little retailer-driven only because we are retailers. We work at a retail shop. We're a buyer of a retail shop. We, you know, um, and, you know, to the consumer that, that's listening, you want to hear what we think is the best that you can possibly ever someday smoke. 
Um, and when we say cigar of the year, we want to say it's a cigar of this year, not something that came out 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. But. I know it's very difficult, but yeah, you think more of a year yeah. to that. I don't know. So uh, if, uh, even though we are between uh, holidays, Barry Stein, do we have new cigars hitting the shelves? I know the answer is yes. Yeah. This week we saw the arrival of some rare Fuente items, including the Destino Al Siglo. TwoGuysCigars.com currently has a sample with many of the Fuente holiday releases. And it also saw the arrival of the new Padron 50-year humidor. Yes. The cigar wow. celebrates the 50th anniversary of the company and comes in an exquisite humidor designed by Nelson Alfonso, who also makes Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero cigars here in the American market. And he also works on Cuban limited editions in his homeland of Cuba. And what that's a, the new releases for this week. What a beautiful piece this thing is. It's $5,300. And I thought to myself, man, this is going to be tough. Uh, 50 cigars, 5,300, you got to buy it. Yeah. No problem. I don't care if nobody buys them. I'll take them all. Mm. But we, got, we, we received two. Two are gone. We have more coming. Great. Um, we got the um, Padron um, 50th lighters, coupon lighters, lighter, yeah. $2,000. Wow, that's an awful lot till you see it. Mm. And then you say, okay, you have to have one of those two, and I have to have both. So uh, beautiful, it. beautiful, beautiful pieces. Um, as far as the cigar goes, I put on my Facebook page uh, a picture of the cigar. Boy, does that look good. I have no idea what it tastes like because I don't want to break up the set until I get my own. Right. But um, yeah. if you want to talk about a toothy wrapper, you wonder what a toothy wrapper is, find David Garofalo on Facebook, and you'll see the picture I put up there. That's what a toothy wrapper is. It looks like you could sand the board down with it. It's bumpy. Nice. You know, and you know it's delicious. It's and if you want posts about sharding yourself, you find Mr. Jonathan Barbo on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, because that's what he talks about. That's going to the bathroom and stuff. So and he tells I had rough, me I had a rough week. Yeah, and he tells me he gets more likes and stuff than I do, but I just don't care about <laughs> <laughs> what he's doing in the bathroom at all. <laughs> but that's me. Obviously, I'm different. So I should, more people, I should um, stop calling you and giving you the play-by-play? Yes, play? yes. All right, yes, I'll do that. Still. It's turtling. <laughs> so uh, bad news, Barry. You got you have uh, cigar news, or is this a week time of the year? No, there are actually a few items. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not many of them. Actually, all of them aren't good. But yeah. uh, proposed smoking ban in Montgomery, Alabama, passed its first hurdle this week and will move to public hearings before a vote in early 2015. The state of Texas, for the fifth year in a row, has proposed a statewide smoking ban. The last four years saw the measure defeated, and while it is expected to fail again this year, it is imperative for our listeners in Texas to let their officials know they are against the proposal. And do you notice that uh, they lose, the people speak, and they end up voting their way? If you stop, they will never, they will never stop. They're going to bring that in every single it's year. It's so crazy. It gets voted down. It's every be the end year. Of the story. Because one of these days, and this has happened from state to state to state, that people say, yeah, it goes every year. It's not going to pass. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. That's how yeah, it's going to pass. pass. in the middle of the night. Yep. Yeah. That's how it's going to pass. Yep. In the country of Taiwan, it will become illegal to smoke while driving a vehicle on a busy highway. <laughs> the fine is under $20 U.S., but it Why? infringes on freedoms <laughs> and personal property. Why? Why do they care? Well, I, the I only time I want to videos smoke of people driving in Taiwan. They need a little less distraction. They don't know what side of the road they're supposed to be so on. So it's for distraction oh. reasons? That's what they're saying. It's for distraction <laughs> They're reasons. whipping into each other. It's not safe. I'm not saying eliminate smoking, but 
maybe pick a side of the road it's you're supposed not, to drive it's, on. It's getting it's getting crazy. That's oh. crazy. But it gets crazier. In an example of government spending at its worst, a study was just authorized at the expense of taxpayers that will determine how many same-sex couples live within the proximity of tobacco retailers <laughs> and if it causes them to smoke more often. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Hang on. You're going to have to <laughs> say that whole thing again. Yeah, run, run that by me one more time. False. A government has authorized a study that is being held at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Now, by authorized, that means we're paying for this. We're yes. paying for it. Okay. And it will determine how many same-sex <laughs> couples live within the proximity <laughs> of tobacco retailers, and it causes them to smoke more often. All right. You know the part of the oh rat my God. where the tail grows out what? of? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't give a rat's whatever that is. How many same-sex couples live around two guys' smoke shop and whether it makes them smoke more? And somebody... So, so, what? Wow. What? Who cares? Why? What, what, what does that have to do with anything? Somebody pasted on my Facebook page that the government also authorized a study that placed shrimp on little treadmills to determine something about their exercise habits. I, and this I is where the American tax I'm not dollars I'm not joking. is going on. Yep. What do you is walk, going on? Do you walk to school or bring a lunch? I mean, that's how ridiculous yeah. that is. And uh, lastly, this past week, saw the following trademarks filed within the cigar industry. These trademarks have not yet been approved and are considered an intent to use based upon approval. So if you don't like what you're hearing, you can fight this. Yep. Fuente filed for use of Raging Bull, and the movie of the same name celebrates its 35th anniversary in 2015. One has to wonder, is there a connection? Hit me well, again. There's going to be a problem with that one. Harder. There's going to be a problem because you have the bull by A.J. Fernandez. Yeah. Right, the oval. Yep. And you also have um, Jesus Fuego cigar. Yep. Sangre de Toro. Oh. Toro is the bull. Blood of the bull. General Cigar filed for the phrase experience luxury, and Oliveros filed for two trademarks, Capriccio and Coppola, both of which have ties to brands that were around in the early 1900s. Capriccio. Capriccio. Wow. And that's the news this week. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. Fair enough, Israel. Well, I think it's time uh, to hear. This is a special edition of uh, the social media segment. This is the holiday edition so i've got a few more than normal because i came across a, a couple of pretty good ones so i'm going to go i think seven or eight instead of the normal five all right it's time for the social media segment brought to you by recluse cigars the cigars that were built on social media all recluse cigars go through eight count them eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor try a recluse cigar Today, these are the best holiday tweets I saw during the holiday season. Santa gets all the credit, and we get all the debt. Tis the season. True. True. Drink responsibly, meaning don't spill it. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart's new name is the Stuff Library, based on how many times I've used things and then returned them when I was done. On the 13th day of Christmas, my true love said to me, I think I might be a hoarder. <laughs> Headed over to this Toys for Tots thing, how many tots do you have to trade in for, say, a motorcycle? Is there tater tots involved with that? I don't, I don't think there are. I bet Mrs. Claus really hates the song Santa Baby. Yeah. 
Be vigilant this holiday season. Three friends have already caught feelings, and the symptoms are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the uh, best tweet of the holiday season. I'm a little embarrassed to tell you what I got Mrs. Jonathan for Christmas, but it rhymes with Rig Flack Pildo. <laughs> Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled N2 Bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Little Mandingo action. Wow. Yeah, you could have brought that down to the normal floor of five. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't need to uh, go there. Next week on the show live, coming all the way from the Dominican Republic, <laughs> because the weather has been so good here, is going to be... Hendrick Kellner Jr. and his smoking jacket cigar. He's awesome. coming up. I said, wait till the springtime. He said, no. And he's looking, I know, they watching the weather and saying, well, oh, it's been nice up there. The cold weather begins tomorrow. Tomorrow. It starts dropping hard. And by the time he gets here, it's going to be freezing cold. Uh, we'll love having him come up, but. Maybe we'll get him to be able to talk a little bit about the uh, trademark that we reported on at the last episode for uh, Master Blender. Mm. All right. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about okay. that. Okay. So remember that. But uh, he better bring multiple smoking jackets because it's going to be cold up here. Hendrick Kellner Jr. So now while it's time to enjoy life full, it's full, it's important to be debonair. More gentlemanlike. And how to be more gentlemanlike and more debonair is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life true today gentlemen a true gentleman lives his life stress-free the key to a stress-free existence gentlemen is proper time management yes think about it would traffic be so stressful if you were 14 hours early no i don't think so being on time is a must but being early now that's how to be a gentleman, a debonair gentleman. The question always is, are you debonair enough? I finally I win one. Me too. I got that one. Slam dunk. Boom. Oh. And I agree so strongly about that too. I hate people. I hate waiting for people. My time is so valuable. Theirs is obviously less valuable because they can be late, but mine is valuable. So. It's Living in Miami would drive it me is. crazy. Huh? Living in Miami would drive oh, me crazy. Oh, my God. I'm opening Christmas cards today from the <laughs> folks in Miami, getting them after Christmas, <laughs> and looking at the dates that they sent them on. And obviously, I was going to get them late, and that's what they do. Jeez. Well, they, that's what they spent. Nothing doing says Christmas like getting a Christmas card on December 27th. <laughs> <laughs> No, they filled them out on Christmas when they had some yeah. downtime after the kids opened the presents at 7. I got one Christmas card, and I'm not going to beat up the cigar company or say who it was, but postage due on a Christmas card they sent me. Oh, really? How do you How like that? that? Can't wait to talk. I have to pay 50 cents to get their Christmas card from them. Can't wait to hear who this Late. was off the air. Oh. Late. 
and postage due. Oh, God. And I will not say who they are because I'm too gentleman-like, too oh, debonair that's to awful. say it. But postage due. I will tell so them. you have to pay to receive their Christmas and, and, cards. And if they sent that to everybody, everybody had to do that. And let me tell you, not good. Just a, you know, you didn't even postage do. So how did they get in the? It negates the gift. It, it negates the Christmas card. I mean, it's nice that you sent it, but now I got to pay for you to send it. And did they not put a stamp on it, or was they put a stamp and put it enough? Because <laughs> it was an oversized card, and they put a regular stamp, and they it owed, and the mailman comes in and says, "Yeah, wow, I have a Christmas card for you, fifty cents, please." We don't want it. The opposite of Set debonair, that, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, and wait till you hear who it is. Oh, man. Wait till you hear who no. it is. All right, so that's it. We're going to uh, we'll call that a, a show. Um, enjoyed the cigars very much that we smoked. We had um, the best sellers um, here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, and number one was the pencil, the Dos Ombre pencil, followed by the cigar we're smoking here. Number two, this is the Hammer and Sickle Icon, Con followed by a cigar that's always in the top. Yes. It's the Padron 2000 Natural. Um, next week, we're going to be back live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem with Hendrick Kellner Jr. and his Smoking Jacket Cigars. We're going to find out what he has new coming out. We know about the trademarks that he has going there. Maybe he'll share some of that information. We're going to pull everything we can out of him anyway. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, possibly a State of the Cigar Industry Address. Letting you know. Do um, it. Should I do it? Absolutely. I, I've been doing it for 19 years now uh, for myself. I shared it last year with retailers. Uh, this year I may share it with you. I'm going to take a look at it and see if it's not too uh, downing. Yeah, yeah. I say do it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. So remember, folks, this show and every show from the Cigar Authority continues to be absolutely free. No charge to you. So don't be asking for your money back. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, for Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. Happy New Year, everybody. A happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year to you coming up. Uh, we'll see you next year. I get to say it. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Network. There we go. And when you're smoking your icon, Toro, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week, everybody. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? There's two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys, I want the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. As a